0: I am unashamed. What about you?
1: All right, I think the last time we did a podcast, of course, you weren't here. Welcome back. Oh, thank you. Good how, to be here. How, how have you been? I've been, been well. Did you drive? Or? No, I flew down. Okay. Yeah. 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 How many people
2: were on the plane? It was about half, probably half full, which I will tell you is the first time I've flown since the pandemic and... People have
1: gotten very rude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, uh we left a cliffhanger. I believe it was the last podcast. If it if it wasn't, I apologize. But we had a situation where Phil had lost a chain, I'll have to tell you. A because, chain? A chain. You know, we went on this big deal yeah. about, you know, in the redneck world, the most valuable. Fifteen possession. feet
0: long and a large link, length, Large length. And I said. Heavy. Yeah.
1: Okay. I told Phil that I possess a certain set of skills that I can take a detector and find that in less than five minutes. Phil said, no, you're not going to find it. He said, in fact, let me quote, if you find that in less than five minutes, I will give you a crisp $20 bill. <laughs> so we ride out there. I get out the metal de- metal detector. I have one for them too, Jay. And fail, but I thought, let me just give a quick bird's eye. It's yeah. a big, just mud had been mangled because during the hurricane, they thought the bulldozer was going to sink. Yeah. And in a... <laughs> <laughs> the reason... Hold, hold on, that, that's not what you promised. Uh, you said a so let, oh, yeah, there you go. You look, it. so I go out there in 45 seconds
0: he's bumming it, you know these boys they stock market bunks they're always trying to squeeze a dollar out of
1: you. so you found it apparently. I found it in 45 seconds and I never got the 20 but I didn't bring it up because I forgot that I made that
0: promise I was so stunned that he found it you know yeah, always put, leave no debt left outstanding. Oh, I love that Except the continuing debt to love one another. It said, leave no debt left outstanding. I did tell him I am going to give 20 bucks in 60 seconds. He just walked around, and he said, there that's, it is. Hey, that's pretty good Well, money. I looked down at a pile of mud about two feet thick. The chain, we had been using it, it hanging off the bucket of a track hole, picking up a bulldozer on the side. So we had to have a stout chain. Well, when he backed up off of it, we got the bulldozer. I got stuck (laughs) over there going to get some, some other stuff. I got stuck in a ditch 20 yards away. He's on a track hole with the chain hanging down. Well, he takes the chain off, drops it on the ground in plain view. However, he erroneously the, tr- the track hoe operator Jimmy Red Gibson, local redneck with multiple skill sets, but none of them amount to a up. <laughs> but he then he runs over the chain with the track of the traco when you're in mud knee deep. That mm. pushes the chain deep into the earth. He he said I tried to get around it, but I think I ran over it. Well. I said, well, we need this chain because we have some more work to do. He said, well, so he gets out there with the bucket, pinching around on the ground, digging around in the mud, trying to find the chain he just mashed into the dirt. It was in a 10-foot spot. So I said, yeah. well, it's got to be there. So we fool around there 45 minutes. I've got little... Uh, my old drag. I'm punching in the earth, hearing a click. Maybe. Well, I said, "Well, forget it. We lost the chain. It's gone, buried in the mud forever and ever." I said, "They'll drag it up one year, somewhere in the next thousand years, and they'll say, say, What? What? They left this chain for?' Well, Jay steps up and said, "My skill set is finding things that are in the earth." Beep, 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 beep. He got his, you know, the things on his ears. He's listening. Well, he comes up, he said, I'll find it within minutes. And I said, yeah, I bet. I said, "We we scoured that whole piece of real estate. We found nothing. He goes out there and he walks that way 10 feet. I told him approximately where it was. We think. It has to be here somewhere. Well, he walks that way 10 feet, turns, and he's going left and right with this thing. And he said, He said, I hear it. It's right here. And I ran over there. I said, I looked down at that pile of dirt. So you think? (laughs) Well he kicked around on top of the dirt and I saw a little bit of the chain. I said, said,
1: There it is. Um, So it wasn't far beneath. That's why
0: I'm I am proud I could have bought another chain, but it just, that sucked. is a very
1: it, nice chain. chain You lose go, a chain. Was... You
0: lose a chain. It's not like losing your woman, but it's close. <laughs> it's heavy. Dude. In redneck country, a chain is a, a, so uh, then right after that, the
1: funniest thing I've ever seen happen. And I'm, I'm thinking about those words correctly. So we go back, I'm putting all my metal detectors up and, uh, it's me and Jay. We're kind of standing at the four-wheeler. I'm, I'm feeling good, you know, about, hey, I found it. I was thinking, where's my 20 bucks? So I look back, and Phil has like, it's like I, there, we skipped a part of time, and he had a towel, and he had a knife, and he was like stripping the towel. And he was looking a little sad, and he said, boys, I ain't got long. Well, we kind of stopped and Jay said, Are you feeling all right? And I was thinking, he just got snake bit. Because I thought he was making a tourniquet. Yeah. Because I thought we're in the woods, it was it was muddy, it's wet. And Phil said, No. Steak and pie. Steak and I was like, Steak and pie, steak and pie. What steak and pie? What is it? <laughs> steak and pie. <laughs> steak and pie. And then I realized. Oh. <laughs> He has some intestinal discovery.
0: <laughs> and, and when I said, I don't have long, it was one of them pains that hit you when you're walking down through the woods that I've felt many times. Well, I barely made it to the four-wheeler, and I'm trying to hold everything together. And I looked over there. I said, you know, what I wipe my tail with? Well, there's a tail there, and I shook the dust off of it, got my knife out. I said, this is what I need. Somebody said, I've got some wipes. I said, well, let me have them. So somebody threw me some white. I go behind a tree in less than five seconds. And I would say within 35, no, 20 seconds, everything is over. I thought.
1: It was quicker than I found the chain. Because Jay and I looked and I thought, we just turned around and looked the other way. And then Jay said, boy, it's getting cooler. Wow. And I was like, Jerry, you talking about the weather? And he's like, well, we got to do something. You know, And then
0: we turn back, and it's over. I was like, we laugh. <laughs> One of the greatest things that a human being can go through is that when you're in the middle of the woods, the pain hits you, <laughs> and, and you run behind a tree, and you're lower. Commodes are too high. <laughs> it's, it, it thwarts what you're trying to accomplish there. Commodes should be built lower. Yeah, it should help When, you when, the, when the Asians built the, the holes in, in the floor, just a mm-hmm. hole in the floor, they were using their head. This thing about being up two and a half, three feet, you yeah, know, you think, barely hopefully. your feet, barely. Yeah, but it's too high. Mm-hmm. But, but you go in the woods, your tail drops down lower, and things happen <laughs> much far easier. So I'm just mm-hmm. saying, one of the greatest experiences is when that comes along and it's quick. And it's easy, and it is very a lot of relief after. Yeah. So we were
1: just glad he was. So what? (laughs) What have I walked into today? (laughs) So that was well. We had left the The subdivision people.
0: They wouldn't wouldn't have any idea. They they might have hit them before, but you're running around in a high rise up there on the thirty fourth floor. It's just way people who live in the woods. They know exactly what I'm talking about. One in pains hit you, and you got to move. But for lunch, Which, for lunch it was crazy. We ate steak
1: and pie. And pie. It's like I mean, I ate a steak that big around a ribeye. Yeah, I think Jay had cooked them, and then I ate a section of the pie. But you know, sometimes that, that
2: I'm not hungry anymore.
1: I'll tell you that. That story. Yeah. Wow. So. What do you want to talk about?
2: I, I'm, I'm actually at a loss. I don't know where to go from here. We
0: found yeah. a chain, and, yeah. and, and when you got to go, you got to go, and you got to go in a hurry. So that's the two things, exciting things that happen to us. That's how slow a pace we live in. Yeah. Look yeah. for the chain and look for your place behind a tree in a hurry. What's with the the crisp?
2: You say, because my mom used to do that. She'd always say, if, if, if there was like an incentive for money, She'd yeah. always say a crisp whatever the bill was, but yep. it, she always defined it as crisp. Was that something? This, where did that
0: come from? It was, yeah, it comes from like in the redneck world. Yeah, I mean twenty dollar bills. It's it's a rare thing. Twenty's you know crisp twenty. Yeah, at that, time one time that was a statement. Yeah, but now. Inflation being what it is. Well,
1: you used to offer a $100 bill. Well, that's what but my, mom, noticed. my mom
0: always said, a crisp $100 well, dollar Phil bill. Phil said yeah.
1: that 1000 but now I've noticed here lately it's been $20. So 20. Yep. I didn't know. Yeah, I've dropped down on them. <laughs> i just watched them operate. <laughs> <laughs> so
0: it's like the stock market, Jayce. It goes
2: up and down. Right, it's down
1: the day, Jace. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Well, So what's up? So where would you guys leave off? I guess we were in John 14.
1: I think we're in somewhere in John. We, we got into fifteen but I will I will go back to fourteen.
0: Jason it's it's the story about Jesus. Could I make on the front end just uh some some revelation from the book of Revelation Please. regarding the life of Jesus, the person of Jesus on yeah. the earth. Look go for it. If somebody comes to you and and in, in two thousand and twenty, if someone comes to you and they make a statement like this, what would you think, just off the top of your head, for the normal person? uh, To him who loves us? This is John the Revelator that wrote John chapter 14, the Gospel of John. This is that same John getting a revelation from Jesus Christ, and he said to show his servants what must soon take place. All this he's fixing to talk about has taken place. He mentioned who this information is going to in Revelation 1, verse 11. Seven different churches. It was written to them. It's good for our learning in what Jesus said. Mm -hmm. You know, the dragon in the book of Revelation is the devil. The beast is the Roman Empire. They're fixing a turn on Christianity and try to wipe it off the face of the earth. Yeah, you're, so, you're, John, Revelation 1. Hold on one second, Phil. Let's, <clears throat> let's take a quick break before you get into it. All right.
2: Well, I got a crash course into home title theft, and you better pray this never happens to you because it can ruin you financially. Here's how it works. Um, the legal titles to all of our homes are digitized, and they're kept on government and business servers in the cloud, uh, where, which means they can be hacked um so a, a cyber thief finds your home title then he forges your signature on a quick claim deed stating that you sold your home to him and then done all he's got to do then is take out loans against your home until all your equity is gone so if you've got any equity into your home uh this is a way that, that it can be st- uh, stolen and it leaves you in debt and you won't even know this happens until the collections uh calls start pouring in so uh, if you're not protected by insurance, your bank, or or common identity theft pr- programs, you need to call a Home Title Lock, which protects you. That's Home Title Lock. It puts a barrier around your home's title. Uh, Phil, you've got a barrier around your house, right? You've got a you guys had a fence now, right?
1: Fence, dogs,
2: guns,
0: guns, dogs.
2: Yeah, guns and so this this is a this is a a protection barrier around the title of your home. Uh, the, the instant uh, they detect tampering. They'll shut it down cold. So go to HomeTitleLock.com and register your address to see if you're already a victim. So you can can just go there and just see if even you've been a victim of this. Again, that is HomeTitleLock.com. And then use the code RADIO for for a free 30 days of protection. Uh, That code is RadioHomeTitleLock.com.
0: So he told them this was going to soon take place, which tells you it's not way, way, way in the future, but it's for our learning. And then in the midsection of that, the last part of chapter 5, to him who loves us and has freed us from our sins by his blood that John the Apostle wrote about in the book of John. He died on the cross for the sins of the world, was buried and raised from the dead. He's made us, not going to make us, it's already happened. He has made us... The human race, beginning in Acts chapter 2, repent because the kingdom is near. Jesus brought the kingdom of God down to the earth. The members of the kingdom must put their faith in he who he is, God in flesh, his death, burial, and resurrection. So he made us to be a kingdom and priest. Peter alluded to that, you know, we're a royal priesthood. And to serve the God our Father, to him be glory and power to ever and ever. Look. He's coming with the clouds. He's going to protect them. He's coming down to the earth to punish the Roman Empire for what they're trying to do to his people. And every eye will see him, even those who pierced him, and all the peoples of the earth will mourn because of him. So shall it be, amen. And here's Jesus talking. This is what John the Revelator heard Jesus, who he had run with for three years who Jesus loved and he explains him in Rome in, uh, uh, in the in the book of John the gospel and he makes this statement i think about a human being now, where are you at now i'm in verse 8 oh, think chapter about one. a person one who eight. is revelation 1 okay. verse 8 think about a person coming to you although you'd been with him 3 years what would it sound like if a person comes to you and says, I want y'all to understand something. I am the alpha. The dictionary says alpha. The definition for alpha is the beginning of anything. He said, I'm the alpha. Everything you see, the cosmos and all its various and all the, the, the water and the mountains and the, and the stars and the planets and everything on planet. I am I'm the one that put that there. I am the beginning of anything. You know, microbes, I mean, (laughs) atoms, molecule. I am the alpha beginning of anything, and I am the omega, and omega means the end of everything. Now, you have a person looking at you in the face saying, this is post-resurrection. Well, they, well, they, 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 it was impossible for death to keep its hold on him. He beat that. So that says a lot, says the Lord God, who is, I'm on the premises, who was, I was there before the beginning. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. You say he was there. In John, in the beginning was the word The word was with God. The word was God. Through him, all things were made. And he's just giving you a briefing. uh, Who is, who was, and who is to come. The final return of Jesus to gather up his people. He's telling these people, stay strong. Stay strong. That's Revelation 1. You get to (laughs) Revelation 21. It's a view of what the next age will be like. The eternal age. Everything still has a beginning and an end. Well, guess who started it, and guess who will end it? So in Revelation 21, I saw a new heaven. Uh-oh, this first one is going to leave. He says, it's going to leave with a roar. Peter alluded to that. These heavens that you're looking at, you humans now, are going to be done away with. I'm going to make a new heaven. Uh, I saw a new heaven and a new earth. you like, this is the eternal one. This is when all of it ends. Watch. The first heaven and the first earth has passed away. He said, I'm the Alpha and Omega. I'm going to do all that. I began it, and I'll end it. Do you believe this? Watch. There was no longer any sea. You're getting rid of the water. You won't need all the oceans anymore. You say, what's that thing going to look like? A little different than what you're used to. I saw the holy city, the new Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God. There's your kingdom that God has rescued by raising them from the dead and ripping their bodies from the ground. Prepared as a bride beautifully, I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, The dwelling of God is with men now. He'll live with them. They'll be his people. God himself will be with them and be their God. This is to give these people who are being persecuted in Rome a powerful message. Stay the course, and you will be part of the new heaven and the newer earth. He'll wipe away every tear from their eyes. This next phase will be no tears. No tears in heaven, the old word say. There will be no more death. He's already conquered that. First death is when you sin. You sin, you die. Here comes Jesus. You put your faith in him. And good night, it's like being born again. I I, I beat that one. He beat it for me. The, The second death, he solved that problem. I'll live forever now. You say, what a story. No mourning, no crying, no pang. The old order of things have passed away. All of that first era, all gone. I'm making everything new. Well, if you made it all to begin with, the alpha, the omega, I'm the beginning and the end of it. I build cosmoses, and I take them away and give you another one. You're like, what in the world kind of individual are we looking at here? Write this down, for these words are trustworthy and true. He said to me, I, it is done. Check this out. I'm the alpha and omega. I'm the beginning and the end. I can do anything. So you read that, and you're like, therefore, to these people he's writing to, he who overcomes will inherit all this i'll be his god and he'll be my son y'all remember this the cowardly the unbelieving the vile the murderers the sex immoral those who practice magic arts the idolaters and all liars uh their place will be in the fiery lake of burning sulfur that's the second death that's the end there i've got you past it if you'll put, keep your faith in me because you don't want to participate in that second death it's the eternal death forever. He said, I solved it for you. You better hold on to it. I'll give you another cosmos. I'll give you another earth. That's that one. I'm the Alpha and the Omega. Well, Finally, okay. I'm getting in a hurry here. I don't want to take up too much of y'all's time this early in the morning. I just wanted to make one observation before you continue. Make it.
1: Look, when you read the, uh, when you said it reminds me of John 14, yep. in Revelation 21 3. He said, and I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, now the dwelling of God is with men, and he will live with them. It sounds a lot like John fourteen twenty-five when he mm. said, Jesus replied, if anyone loves me, he'll obey my teaching. My Father will love him, and we will come to him and make our
0: home with him. Yeah, so that's I, my I, point. Yeah, plus, I, 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 look, that, he ran. He went back to one verse. But just go back to the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, mm-hmm. and John. You say that's what he's saying over and over and over and over yeah. and over. Therefore, he ends it all up at the end of Revelation. The river of life, there's your heaven, your new heavens and a new earth. He said, look, when he mentioned I'm coming soon, you say, he's not talking about us in the future now. He's talking about, I'm coming to deliver you people here at Rome who is going through this murderous empire. I'm going to take them down, and you will go forth. You know why I know it happened? I'm looking at what happened to Rome now 2,000 years later. Nothing but falling down structures, the, the ruins of a world, the greatest empire on the earth, all gone, and look, the kingdom of God, Zach, is still here. Mm-hmm. You're like, good night. So watch. I'm coming soon. I'm going to get you out of this misery that these Romans have put on you. My reward is with me. My reward is with me, you say, eternity. And I will give to everyone according to what he's done. Better walk the straight and narrow. Better walk as I did. Better love God. Better love your neighbor. Do this. Be, be Stand out. Offer your bodies a living sacrifice. All the births. I'm the Alpha, the beginning of anything. I'm the Omega, the end of everything. The first, never been a being like Jesus Christ, not one. And the last, read Colossians 2, verse 15. The beginning and the end. Blessed are those who wash their robes, that they may have the right to the tree of life, may go through the gates into the city, that's that city coming down out of heaven. Outside the city are the dogs, the one who practiced. he back on the sinful. Don't go down that road. You'll miss every bit of this. It's a wonderful thing. I'll do it for you. The root and the offspring of David, the bright morning star. Therefore, you put them three together, you say, is the Alpha and the Omega ever mentioned anywhere else in the Bible? Nope. Three times I gave you all three of them. You're talking to a being when we're pointing our audience to Jesus Christ. The reason we're pointing y'all to him, look at your country, your surroundings. Put this into practice, what God said to the churches of the Roman Empire, and he delivered them, and all the ones that were slaughtered, you say, they still live. They still live. They thought they were murdering God's people. They're children of the resurrection. they're still live. they still live. You're like, man, alive, only person and the only way we're ever getting out of here alive is Jesus Christ. There is none like him, there will never be another one like him. Nobody is the beginning of anything and the end of everything. The, the, no one but Jesus the, the I'm about halfway fired
2: up about this. Well, the alpha and the omega also represent the Greek alphabet, so it's like he was also saying the A and the Z. He, he, he's he's the end from, from well, A to Z. Yeah, well, to your to your point, I love that, uh the, I love the connection with John fourteen though, because you know when you see this even after Jesus says this in um, in Revelation one, so and, we
0: get to John fourteen, uh, Zach, and you say that's the one that went on. And John the Apostle yeah. wrote down what he said to the people in Rome, and yet the church in Rome, you're like, man, every bit of this just fell into place, just like he said.
2: Yeah, I, I think that the, the when he gets into his presentation to John, at least his, his revelation to John in, in, um Revelation 1, then he kind of goes into this, uh, John goes into this experience that he has with the risen Jesus. I, I lo- you, you mentioned this earlier, his post-resurrection, so this is... Jesus, after he rose from the dead, that's and, correct. And the the vision that he sees is not a vision of um, the. I think a lot of us think about Jesus. We tend to emphasize his humanity a lot. We think of the picture of Jesus with the you know he's the one where he's petting the lamb or with the kids around him or even, or even Jesus hanging on a cross. But the but the, what John sees is actually very scary. I mean, he sees uh, white woolly hair, fire in his eyes, power. his voice. Yeah, he sees power. Here, here's
0: what he's saying well, in redneck terms. <laughs> Uh, if I'm the uh, beginning of anything and the end of everything, what he's saying in a gentle tone is, "Don't mess with me. Don't yeah. mess with him." Well, he,
2: yeah, because he does have a he does have a double edged sword protruding yeah. from his mouth, and so, well, I, I think ultimately what he's claiming here is. Like, yes, I became flesh, but never forget who I am. I am God. That is correct. I am God. That's what he's saying. He's claiming divinity, which is what's going on in John 14 as well. You can see Jesus continually to connect himself to the Father. Uh, He says, um, Jesus said to him, uh, Have I been so long with you, and yet you have not come to know me, Philip? He who has seen me, Jesus speaking here, has seen the Father. How can you say show us the father? Like show me the father. He's like I, you're looking yep. at me. I am in the father. Do you not believe that I am in the father and the father <laughs> is in me? Um he it's a, he's connecting himself to
0: to these to these people to tell them I and think am about God. it Zach. The the point is he proved this. Yeah. He proved it beyond a doubt. You're like death can was impossible for death to keep its hold on him. You're oh. like every word he said was the right one. He never makes a mistake. He's walking on salt water and we have a whole country, a whole world who says salt water made us and Jesus is like
2: Oh, let's take a quick Jesus break. Jesus
0: said only the one who made salt water can walk on it. Yeah, we've gone a little long. Let's take a quick break.
2: You guys said I was too amped up on the uh on the last live read. That's because uh Too much coffee. Better ramped up instead of ramped down. That's true. uh, That's true. Uh, You can always take it down a notch. Always take it down. But if you need to pick it up a notch, you got to have your caffeine. You got to have your good coffee. That's where our friends Black Rifle Coffee Company come into play. They combine two passions: developing premium roast-to-order coffee and supporting uh, veterans and our military community, which is something we care about here
1: on the Unshame Podcast, correct?
2: Yes. Deep, deeply care about that. So if you haven't uh, joined, uh, you can go purchase your coffee at blackriflecoffee.com. And if you put in the code slash Phil, so you, uh, you can use our promo code. You get 20% off your purchase. Again, that's uh, com slash Phil. Use the promo code Phil, and you guys get 20% off your purchase. Uh, we, we live on it here. We got a pot right over there full of black coffee. We, well, it's not full anymore. We've, we've had about six cups, so. Jace, what were you going to say? Because you had mentioned that, that, the, the, the passage about uh, us, God making his home in us, mm-hmm. which to me, the reason why it matters when we talk about the divinity of Jesus and the sovereignty of God and, and how high up Christ is, the gospel is, is a picture of Jesus, you know, the Son of God, being with God and God, and then coming down to make his home with us.
0: Yeah. And think about the misery that came upon him. Mistake free, the beginning and the end, and mankind jumps up there and says, I tell you what we think to do, we think to get rid of you. Yeah.
1: Well, and, if you claim to be God, <laughs> oh, oh. I mean we just claim to have God in us <laughs> yeah. through his spirit, and there's a certain amount of persecution that comes of that. Yep. But I'm pretty sure if I went to all governments on the earth and started claiming to be God, <sighs> somebody probably put a bullet in the back of my head. I mean oh. that's just the way it is. Now what I was gonna say is to make the connection from John here to Revelation, to me it's kind of sad in the religious world because when people get to revelation, number one, they'll say they'll call it revelations. Yeah. And that's not what it is. The first verse says it's the revelation of Jesus Christ. And so in verse where is it 9 and 10 John says he was in the spirit in verse 10 so we get that to mean that he was asleep or in a dream or meditating or whatever and he sees this vision and i think that's it gets distracting because people are trying to figure out what exactly the details of what he saw But on something that's
0: going to happen in the future, they're thinking, "Boy, this is well right."
1: But we're just describing who he is, the power. So to me, I've always explained it of like he. It's now gone from word form, which the rest of the book were letters, to now it's a picture form. He's in the spirit, and he's trying to describe what he's seeing. It's kind of like when you wake up and say, "Boy, I had a dream." Because there's no rules in the dream world. In this, you know, you're you're on the top of the mountain, and then you're seeing some guy, and then all of a sudden, you know, a million fireballs come out of his mouth, or whatever. You're it's. A, I it, have it, many it,
0: dreams where swarms of men are after me. Why I don't yeah, know.
1: Why well, not? We need to see a psychiatrist about that. Yeah, but well, I want to read what he said because you 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 referenced it, but right after it said he was in the spirit. In verse 12 of Revelation, he says, I turned around to see the voice that was speaking to me because Jesus had just said, it's in red letters, write a scroll, what you see, and send it to the seven churches, which is my point. He was going to show him a picture, and he's like, write what you see
0: down. And the next page, Jace, while you're there, you turn one page from when he said right on a scroll what you see and send it to the seven churches. Well, then you turn the next, you turn that page and you look at what he said in his dream, in his revelation to the seven churches, all right. and all the messages was the same. Hang on, <laughs> hang on, right. don't budge, keep going.
1: Well, all that we can relate to. Because Rome's going to
0: slaughter them, Jase.
1: But this first little depiction of Jesus is amazing. He says, I saw... Seven golden lampstands, which was the picture of these seven churches, which is what he's fixed to write because it says that, yep. in verse, verse 20, it says, The seven stars are the angels of the seven churches, and the seven lampstands are the seven churches. So, so you kind of see what,
0: right off the bat, it's kind of apocalyptic speech. Well,
1: right, it, it's a he's gonna, sh- he's either meditating in the spirit, sleeping, he sees this vision. But when he sees Jesus, he says right here in verse thirteen, he was someone like of son, like a son of man. Now he has that in quotations because of course Jesus we talked about in John, he claims to be God. If you see me, you've seen the Father. But he also says he's the Son of Man. Yep. So he's the Son of God, he's the Son of Man. So he's like he's like a son of man, dressed in a robe. Both human and God. Yeah, reaching down. To his feet, and with a golden sash around his chest, we're all like, okay, it's a man. His head and hair were white like wool. Okay, as white as snow. Uh Uh-oh, his eyes were like blazing fire. Well, we (sighs) just went beyond a man. (laughs) There's some power. His feet were like bronze glowing in a furnace, and his voice like the sound of rushing waters. In his right hand, he held seven stars, which he, he talked about later as the angels. And out of his mouth came a sharp, double-edged sword, which he's now giving you a picture. So when people they, they go to Revelation and they get so hung up on all these details, well, what I mean that looks almost scary. It's a vision that when he speaks is powerful. Yeah, yeah. It, it, well, they, that, they, that's they, how you read it. Well, but he's he's saying this being is beyond comprehension to describe, but I'm gonna give it a shot.
2: <laughs> but he's but he's not to be trifled with. Even the even the son of man reference, that's a reference to Daniel seven. And if you read it in Daniel right. it's it's not he's not saying like the son of man. I mean, he's it's a picture of something fierce uh the daniel's reference of the son of man so it's 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 actually a, uh, even that is a reference of power and sovereignty mm-hmm. um i i think this is so key though because we we tend to want um a watered down jesus that's almost like our cosmic bellhop you know uh, we 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 we're not understanding the lordship of christ of, of who yeah. it is that we're messing with let's take a quick break we got merch, which we never talk about on this show, but uh but for our fans um and, and, and those of you who follow us, if you really like what we're doing, you can go to blaze TV dot com and you can get our, our unashamed merch. You got the, the uh the unashamed mug here. Can you guys see that? Which camera am I going at here? Um wh- there's also a t shirts. I don't know if this one's out yet.
1: I like that. I ride with Jesus.
2: Phil, you you Jesus. concur.
1: I ride with King Jesus. I ride with
2: King Jesus. Um, and uh, there's a lot of other stuff as well. So yeah, go, go to, go to um, blazetv.com and check out the store. Um, also, until the election day, you guys can get $30 off a year subscription if you go to blazetv.com unashamed and put in the code. Uh, actually, I think you just go directly to that page. And it's uh, 30 bucks off. So.
1: And I wanted to say, 2, Zach, before you continue, that goes back into Daniel 2 when you had this prophecy about the kingdoms. Now, he was describing the Son of Man coming in Daniel 7, but in Daniel 2, he goes through that. Now, it's, it's a little bit in picture form because he says... uh I forgot how he describes all the kingdoms that will come, but yeah. like in iron and uh, clay, four, the four kingdoms. Yeah, one will
0: be the gold, the present one, Nebuchadnezzar. Mm-hmm. The other one is like is like it. If you drop on down the bronze, which was the Medo Persians. Medo-Persian. Well, then you get then you get to the to the down in the mid parts, and that was uh the, the one, the kingdom. The, uh, yeah, it was, yeah, it's brittle. It's it the the Greeks. The Greeks mm-hmm. was the. Down at about the midsection, and then the legs were like iron. you have to
1: go read that Daniel 2 and 7, and you'll see. But Big statue. Yeah. But there was a prophecy there that there would be a kingdom set up on earth yep. that would crush all other kingdoms. So what's weird is what Phil referred to is when Jesus got here, and we've discussed this before way back in, in yeah. previous podcasts, when Jesus got here, he the first thing out of his mouth, repent for the kingdom is near. Yeah, John right. the Baptist, repent well, for the kingdom let, is near.
2: Let me say this, because I think, I mean, as you're saying this, um, I think this is one of the most relevant things that we can remember here 10 days before an election. And, 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 and I, I almost hesitate saying this, because I know it's going to offend certain people, but it's the truth. We don't know what's going to happen, but, but America at some point in the future will fall every earthly kingdom has fell every single earthly kingdom that's ever existed has fell the encouraging thing for me is to remember that what you're talking about the establishment of the kingdom what you're talking about with with, with the advancement of the kingdom what you the, better what, believe what, it. what the Hebrew writer says that we belong to a kingdom that cannot be shaken or destroyed like the, the the kingdom of god and even in the wake of 2020 has all the chaos that we've experienced has not been shaken one bit that is correct. It stands firm. It's not going to be destroyed. It's not going to even be shaken in the earthquake of twenty twenty.
1: Even if you die as a it, member of yeah. God's kingdom, that's what Revelation was really all about. Right. Those now, seven churches were fixed to be brutalized because of their faith. Right, and-
0: right now, as I speak, if you went to North Korea, if you went, what what uh, uh, many on the left are espousing, they want a Marxist government. Well, let's look at them. You got Venezuela, you got uh, North Korea, you got Red China, you have Russia. You say, how are the? How's the Kingdom of God functioning? They're a lot more quieter than we are. They're underneath that communist hierarchy. They're down there with the. they whispering Bible verses down in the basement of their houses. There're millions of them. They're there. The strength is there. God's with them. Governments. No matter what they do, you can never eradicate the kingdom of God. You can't get can't Rome it. tried it, and and the book of Revelation is what happened to them. It moved on, and you you're right. Look, uh, these governments rise and they fall,s act one after the other. My prediction is, I, I, I'm guessing, but my prediction is, if there's not a mass repentance by 2000 by 2050, I've been saying this for years we're done as a constitutional republic the kingdom will march on no matter who runs the government all you need is the word of god with you and you you do it a lot more in secret but it it still goes on
2: yeah and I, and, and and i think that understanding who christ is allows us to like do we get involved politically yes um do we does, does christ have something to say about politics yes but where is my ultimate allegiance my ultimate allegiance is to The kingdom of god under his kingship you are correct even when we think about heaven as you were describing there like like i'm not even looking for forward to heaven just because i'm going to exist eternally the reason why heaven is heaven it's not because of the streets of gold it's because you're in the presence of the risen king of the living god you
0: can look at how long this constitutional republic has been here whoever started the founding fathers kudos to them it is the best system you say unfortunately when the population goes rogue, they'll just pull the rug right out from under you. So you say, but it's far back. L- look how old we are, Zach 244 years old. Yeah. We're like babies. You're like, the kingdom of God was, oh, God told Moses, I'm going to make you into a great kingdom of priests. I'm going to make you a holy nation. Way back in Exodus, about 19, I think it is. He says, and that's the way it's going to work out. But it all fell together all the way to Jesus showing up, the Alpha and the Omega. The problem with uh, man-made governments, there's no Alphas and Omegas in the whole bunch. Yeah, you know that. what I'm saying?
2: <laughs> well, well and, and if you look back throughout history, even the movie that we, we did together, um, you know, the whole point of that movie was when you put man as the Alpha of anything, you build a system by beginning with yourself. Yeah. We we made the case that historically that every every nation that's done that has moved to anarchy and then tyranny. Yeah. Or, or, or maybe they skipped the anarchy stage. But but really what happens is when man is the beginning of all things and we get to determine everything for ourselves, then, then it just becomes a power game at that yep. point.
1: Is that where they get the alpha dog? You know, he's alpha the alpha dog, dog in the room. Yeah. But the problem with that is all of us make mistakes. That's why Jesus, if you're going to have a king, and you're going to set up a kingdom, You would, and it would never be destroyed, you would have to be incapable of making a mistake, yeah. and it would have to be impossible for you to die. Well, that's the two things he pulled off.
2: <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's a great point. Let's take a break.
1: Um, you you know, Lord
2: Acton said that you you guys have heard this before. I may have said it on the podcast. A very well-known quote: that power tends to corrupt, and absolute power corrupts absolutely. And so, there's a whole system of economic theory and political theory built on kind of this mind, this understanding that that when we, because man is fallible, because man is sinful, when we centralize power into a condensed form, Lord Acton was like, "Don't do that." Man is not capable of handling that type of power, and so from 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 a biblical perspective, what we would want to do as believers in, in political theory is let's let's get power in the hands of as many people as possible to. During it. the yeah. days
0: of the Roman Empire, the bottom line is you say there was a great spiritual war, spiritual yeah. warfare, but it didn't stop there. It's been going on. Look at the last couple thousand years. You know these empires that have right, risen and fallen, risen and fallen. This one will be no different than the rest of them. They all rot from within. You try to head it off. You try to elect godly men. You say, at the end of the day, there's no apple. There's no Amicas there. None.
1: But you think about Jesus. He didn't. He didn't have any possessions. He didn't even have a. You know when he said, I don't even have he didn't a place even have to a house. It. No. And so what was his his method? Now he he displayed his power, but it's basically he became viral before we even knew what that meant, because other true. people saw him and said, oh, let me write this down. Yeah. I mean, this guy. <laughs> and they he, didn't even have did.
0: paper. Yeah, they had just leaves. They're writing <laughs> it on reeds and animal skins, and every yeah. word of it gets to us over a period of about 5,000 years. You're like, how oh, in the world did they get this information to us that far back? What did where did he write it down at? These scrolls, you're like, what in the yeah. world? But
1: compiled together, because God knew you take the sixty six books and you compile them with the point of it being Jesus revealing the Father, which is where we're at in John fourteen, and once you read it with with an open mind and open heart, it it it's it's too much to be made up. Oh. Well,
2: way too much. Yeah, and and let me let me just say this because uh, I know that our our interpretation, our uh, our people's interpretation of the book of Revelation is there's a very diverse yeah. group of of ideas. I, and and I'm not that's not a place that I've are going to like put my flag in the ground and say I'm standing on this as well, as man. the end all be all. But I think there is a overarching point in the book of Revelation, regardless of how you feel about if it's. Millennial, premillennial, postmillennial, all that stuff, but the, the overarching point is that, that that Christ is the sovereign King. He's God, yeah. and, and that the kingdom is here. It's not here in full fruition, but it is here, and we are participating in building it. So, regardless of kind of where you end on that, those are the two takeaway points from the book. Uh, or, or, you know, from the revelation of John that we, I, I think that is not debatable.
1: I mean, it doesn't matter. I mean, you're right. I think most religious people probably, they're waiting on the zombie apocalypse, the war in heaven. Yep. I believe the zombie apocalypse is happening right now. We're part of the kingdom. There's a lot of spiritually dead people walking around. And I'm like, here's Jesus. And they're like, if you don't shut up about Jesus, we're going to kill you. And that's to me where revelation yeah. comes into play because I'm like, no, he told them all of them were basically persecuted and martyred, and he was like, it's fine. That's right.
2: But it, but when we see Christ
1: uh, in this
2: in this very uh, in this in this sovereign way, and and particularly in John 14, what uh, the reason why this is so impactful to me is because he's saying that I'm going like God Himself. He says we will come to him verse 23 my father will love him and we i love that we you know god is one but yet we see this word we <laughs> we who is that father son holy spirit will come to him you know, we don't we don't approach god god comes to us and make our abode with him so God's going to come to us, not the other way around. We're not going to come to Him. We can't get it. We mm. can't climb that mountain. He's going to come to us, and 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 particularly what He's talking about here is verse twenty-five. These things I've spoken to you while abiding with you, but the Helper, capital H, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in My name, He will teach you all things and bring you to your remembrance of all the things I said to you. God is coming in this passage here what Jesus is saying is it's like just like Jesus condescended and became human flesh but he's like but I'm like I'm leaving. Mm-hmm. So like, if, if that's the end of the story, you boys are done. But you're not done because the third member of the trinity is coming after me, the holy spirit. And he's going to indwell you and he's going to be the one that that's going to give you an inner conviction. He's going to help you remember all the things that I said. He's going to be that voice in you that's way better than a conscience because he doesn't deceive you. He's going to say, that's not healthy, that's not good, that's not life. I'm not in that. And he's pointing us to this third member. So we get, in John 14, a real beautiful picture of the fellowship that God is, because God is a fellowship, right? He's Father, Son, Holy Spirit, fellowshipping in this unadulterated love that we can't even hardly comprehend because we're manipulative and we're sinful and we've been manipulated. And so we, we have a hard time understanding a relationship that's not that way, but yeah. God is one because he's, it's impossible for the, for inside the Godhead for there ever to be any manipulation or any positioning, and then he's going to come, he's going to bring that to us and make us
1: home in us so that we can experience yeah. that. I think what we do, though, as human beings, is we manipulate what we experience here. And I'll give you an example. Phil brought up this passage in Revelation 21-8 earlier. A lot of people, they come up with this slogan, you know, YOLO you only live once. And so they're like go do whatever. I mean just you know and and I don't mean they're saying embrace Jesus. They're like you only live once. I've got to experience everything. When you when you read the Bible, it says something close, but just the opposite. And I want to read this to you. In in Hebrews 9:27 it says just as man is destined to die once. So the Hebrew writer said you only die once. And after that, to face judgment. So Christ was sacrificed once to take away the sins of many people. Now when you tie that in with what you read in Revelation 21.8, it says, but the cowardly, the unbelieving, the vile, the murders, the sexually immoral, those who pra- practice uh, magic arts, the idolaters, all ours. Just a list of people saying, "You only live once, so just do whatever if it feels good, do it." It says their place will be on the fiery lake of burning sulfur. This is the second death, and you say, "Well, what exactly does that mean?" You know, I'm not real sure, but I know this: if I'm in Christ, He came down here. Jesus is who He said He was, and He sacrificed Himself for my sins. Well, I'm not going to participate in this second death. Yeah. I only die once. Some people say, oh, you only live once. I'm like, make sure you only die once. That, that's where you should be focused on. They're like, yep. do what? Re- Revelation 21, 8, don't die again. Because <laughs> fiery well, lake of it, burning sulfur sounds well, terrible. You could
2: extrapolate the same thing about life, because <laughs> you can be raised from the dead, right? And so right. you can live twice. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you, I, and I want that, that second life because it's eternal.
1: Well, I think he just worded it this way yeah. because actually, even though you die, yet shall you live. I mean, to him, all are alive. I just think he was making a point, which I think is in contrast to what the world says, that says basically the same thing. Yeah. It just puts yeah. consequences to their action, well, which is all what I was trying to But look at the, at.
2: But yeah, we'll end, we could end with this, but I mean, if you look at just pragmatically... You know, looking at things, the the I think Drake was the one who first said that. By the way, YOLO in one of his songs. But if you look at that mentality, uh, you know Elvis Presley, uh, Janis Joplin. I mean, you got the King of Rock and Roll, the Queen of, of Rock. You got the Queen of R and B, Whitney Houston. You've got the 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 um, who else? Michael Jackson, the King of Pop. So, the, so uh, Prince. So you get when you get to royalty in the music industry, and you live for yourself. And it's, I mean, it's consume as much pleasure as you possibly can. They got to the end of that and they got to the top of the Pleasure Mountain, the YOLO Mountain, and they looked around and they all got to the same place. It still wasn't enough. That's it. Yeah. Now think about that. They got, see, the, the rest of us never had that kind of power or that kind of experience. We can't consume that because we're limited in our, you know, our money and time. But the people who get there, when they get up there, they all died the same exact way. They, they medicated themselves from reality, and all of them died of either drug overdose, alcoholism, or alcohol poisoning, um, or, or suicide. Kurt Cobain from, uh, you know, The King of Grunge. I mean, these guys transcended to the top of the consumption mountain, and it still wasn't enough. So just pragmatically, mm-hmm. just think about your own life. It never is enough, and what, what I think John 14 is what I love. This is my favorite part of the Bible, by the way, John 14 through John 17— because what he's basically giving us here, he's giving us the keys to experience an abundant life that where you can really find satisfaction. And what he's saying is, he's saying it's only found in the fellowship of me. Yeah. And this is why the Trinity is so important because that's where true life is at. So we're out of time today, so uh, we'll continue with John 15 uh, when we get
1: back next time. Thanks for listening to the Unashamed Podcast. Help us out by rating us on iTunes,